I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually? This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, that buddy? Was something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Uh-oh. Supercoach 360. The way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually just do it? it? Makes a little ordinary life feel a little bit better for that moment. Makes Supercoach 360 podcast. G'day, welcome to Supercoach 360. How you doing? It's your boy Jazzy J. We're in the coach's box again to talk all things Supercoach round 11, round 12. Origin is just a couple of weeks away uh, and we've got a massive show ahead of us tonight. Con's back. Say g'day, Con. Hello, g'day. Could he introduce me this? Way did poor. I mean, I could have, but you started talking beforehand. But anyway, nobody who's listened to this podcast now knows that this is our second attempt. So thanks for ruining the illusion. Uh, <laughs> Connor is back in the house. So only second, better. Only second attempt. Yeah, only the second attempt. But that's but not my fault. This is actually your fault this time. It's not a tech issue. It's an internet issue. But we'll work on that after the show. What's the internet? Anyway, uh, we're going to talk traps. Check. We're going to ask if it's time to ride a cowboy, especially through this buy period. Starting to look at some form. Uh, who's your worst buy of the year? Uh, is Turbo going to play Origin? Uh, what Origin players are you holding? Braddo's throwing a question for us. We've got some ins and outs. We've got some questions. And Berg's got a couple of little tricks up his sleeve as well, as usual. Speaking of the Berg, start. how are you doing, brother? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. Fantastic. How are you going? Oh, yeah. Living the dream. Trying to get my super coach to load, but your um, internet was not playing ball with me. No. Nah. So he's open. There it is. Now it is. Um, where are you sitting, bud? Did you have a good week? Oh, it wasn't a bad week. I'm sitting 9,000th or something. Um, 
So I've been same as Connor, been up and down the last couple of weeks. I've been down as low as five and up as high as thirteen. So it's just been a real point swing um, the last month of footy for me. Yeah. Uh, whereas the start I was pretty solid, I had pretty consistent scores, and then yeah, just started going a bit sideways. Last month, Saturday I going Sean Johnson style up and down. Oh, yeah, we should have jumped on Sean Johnson who hasn't gone up and down. <laughs> he just keeps going up and up and up. See, Sean Johnson's the new Luke Brooks, averaging 65 plus. Oh, let's face it, SJ's always had that in his game. It was a matter of those who balls up and get on him. Like, he was always going to be good going home and being fit. Was he? Yeah. Was he? Raised, you know, nobody what, jumped on Sean Johnson at the start of the year because everyone thought he was done and dusted. I mean, yeah. Braddo, Braddo did call it. He put him out there as a bit three of a smoky weeks under? No, he didn't jump on him, but either. Three yeah, weeks no, in or? No, 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 at the start of the season. Yeah. Prior to a ball being yeah. kicked at all. Braddo, said, Braddo called the SJ might be. A lot be of people in. called Sam Walker too. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, more I people, I think, with, called Sam Walker. Yeah, I, 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 got, I jumped on Sammy Walker and. Me either. Got to, got to be one of my uh, biggest regrets oh, so far this year. Uh, look, Aside what? from KP, Dewey. KP uh, wasn't bad, he just got knocked out. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> fuck my super coach is all I'm saying, waste the trades. Well, the thing was, I think the reason you hated so much on KP is because you brought him in that week. Yeah, yeah that's it. It wasn't that you started with him, because if you started with him, it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. If I you wasted... didn't start with him, you should have brought him in after one week. Why? Because you didn't start with him because you had all the concerns about his injuries, he had knocks and everything. No, I just thought the Knights Because he had 172. Was... I thought, With a head knock, I he thought, looked good. I <laughs> thought the Knights' attack was garbage. That's why I didn't want to go near him because I don't see him as top eight side, and I was aiming for top eight sides. So what, thinking, what after round one changed that thought? Well, he was, <clears throat> he was the experiment, man. They were playing him a five eighth. That him was my concern. Like I'm pretty sure we got pumped round one. Him and Fitz had a good combination. That's mate. it. I, I, but I didn't, I didn't trust the experiment. Fitz runs good lines. He does. In saying that, they didn't have Marju at that point either, so they weren't like they had run. Marju out the back either. So it was just KP. Speaking of, he's a freaking weapon, isn't he? He's good, KP. He's, he's always warming up for Queensland. Well, you know what? If, if he Let's does go. play for Queensland... He, if. Yeah. If. Yeah. Where's well, he going to get knocked out again? That's oh, yeah. the only way that's going to stop him. Reece Walsh ain't taking his jersey, Well, that's bro. what I'm saying. If he does, What if he used to get knocked out this week? You know? What if he used to get knocked out this week? Well, that'd be the end of the KP experiment. What if anyone gets knocked out this week? It's football. It's football. That's that's just it. Uh, Even saying that, he does. He does have to be smart with his tackle technique. He says he doesn't have to change his game, but obviously you do because you get knocked out tackling people, bud. So obviously your head's not in the right spot. Yeah. Fix that. He's got poor technique. Because he's used to use. That's good. Everyone wants to go high. Well, it's. It's the way it's trained now, so what's going on, big fella? We haven't Okay. Um Alright, so on the list. Um, Billy Smith. You're gonna look at Billy Smith. I know you're pretty set for origin, but me and Juzzy aren't that flush. Um, I'm gonna bring him in. We aren't that flush for origin. Um but I'm still thinking about him, uh, to be honest. He just he's he's one of them ones but injury prone as well. Um, doesn't play and not just head knocks, he does knees and yeah. shoulders. And <laughs> does, doesn't play round 13, so he's not origin prospect, but he's going to make a shitload of cash. Good, genuine, cheapy, and he looked like their best the last couple of weeks as well. So, 
um, you looking at Billy Smith, Jazz, or I'm getting him in. Yeah, I'm looking at him for the cash grab personally. Like I know you're not set for Origin. Like I'm not set for Origin. So he's I mean, sort of a trade. He's the opposite way to where you should be going. You know. Yeah, but if you need numbers for thirteen, would you overlook him? Probably. But the cash is juicy. Cash is juicy, and especially now that Cam Pereira is not playing. This week, I'm thinking about just cashing him out and whacking Billy Smith there. It's just the thing I'm thinking about doing. A lot um, of cash to fix up some yeah. spine positions or whatever else you need. Yeah, it's good, good cash. It's very good cash. Um, and if you've got a boost, you're easily allowed to boost a couple of them extra players in. Just be mindful of the people that aren't playing 14, um, the Manleys, the Newcastles. And I think it's the Dragons, so just be mindful of them. Maybe yeah, it's Dragon, do they? I'd have Jack DeBellin. I'm strongly looking at Jack DeBellin, if, I, if I'm not lying to you. He's doing a decent job um, in the front row over there. And then, let's face it, they're not attacking well, so it just means he's got more defence to do. So, And he doesn't shy away from it. That's his stable. Yeah, that's he's got good base. Um, All right. Now, next thing I've got here is, is Edwards a trap? Edwards from the Dogs. Now, I'm an owner. I got on him last week on potential, so I got sort of lucky. But to jump on this week after he's already risen 97,000, would you do it? Probably not myself. No? Well, oh. He's looking like he's just, like I know we've got people coming back soon at the dogs and that, but he looked good. He looked the goods. He looked like a part of it last week. Yeah. I know he scored a try, but that was only seventeen points, you know. He scored a ninety-four, and if you can get him in the front row, which is pretty juicy. Well, if he goes forty-six, forty-six in the next two weeks, he'll only make an extra eighty-eight k. But you're still nearly $200,000 profit on what, if you started with him last week. That last week. So, but to bring him in this week for one trade to maybe make 100 k But if you guys to trade him back out or have him as an AE nightmare possibly for the rest of the season when the Bulldogs' middles come back fit, uh, is it worth it? I don't think so. I think the price tag last week was the juicy part that got me there. He's too. Yeah, you got him last so. week. One hundred percent cheering, but laughing all the way to the. I bed. couldn't see. I couldn't see a world where I would be bringing him in this week. Nah. you know, I'd be looking towards a if I could get the cash for a horse or a tarpany for the same price. Tarpany's probably a bit safer than a horse. Um, or yeah, like a Jack DeBellin. Like I said, I like Jack DeBellin and what he's doing. Um. Yeah, Jazzy, you looking at jumping on Edwards or? I mean, my current thing is I've brought him into my team at the expense of Lindsay Collins because I need to do something with my front row this week. Um, I, I, yeah, can't afford Tarpany. But that being said, apparently AKP is not going to play for the next three weeks. So do I juice AKP? My other concern, of course, is uh, Nick Meany, who's had a couple of shit scores in a row. Um, Nick. Fought- 45 last week and seven seven 750k oh, i need to keep that cash so the thing I... for nick nick meany is he's a melbourne fullback bro meany to garrick meany to garrick sign me up have you got garrick got rubes no nah, uh yeah i did I, well yeah yeah i do 
Yeah, so he was five forty k last week, so I went um, Hayes Perham to him. I figured that yeah, that was that was one of my big things last week was I needed to get Garrick in for sure because it was, could be the last time you do actually get a, a chance to get him. That chief uh, anyway. Yeah, especially well, yeah, but that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, but then yeah, Nick Meany, I can't afford for him to drop down to five fifty k. Cash that out. Yeah, and he's not going to have that good service. Um, Where do you from cash Munster. him to, Con? Like that's that's your problem. Like you don't want to cash. Do you cash him down to Billy Smith and then have can bite any anyone you want? Well, I need to fix my front row and possibly my second row. Although Schuster is back this week, so that's I don't think that's fixing shit, bro. I think that's hindrance to you. No help. No, well, I don't necessarily. It's just that he's been sitting there and I didn't want to trade him out. I bought him in. And I couldn't waste the trade, just get him out for the 20K or whatever that he's made. So at least now if he starts making a little bit of money, I only have to hold him for a couple of weeks and then I can move him on and upgrade him to a decent second rower that I should have up there. Um, I, could, I can always bring Lemuelu down from my back row too. I've got still got Connolly Lemuelu there, but I'm thinking, do, is it time to juice Don't, him? No, fuck no. You nah, keep him. Yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm thinking. For anything. Oh, he's the one that got away from me. Yeah. Man. I was heavily chatted on him. Um, I was sold. I was so, all signed, sealed, and delivered. And as I do, oh shit, yeah. oh shit, <laughs> yeah. But look what look what's happened. He's played himself. He's pushed uh, Kenny Bromwich into the front row, and they've made a spot for him in the thirteen. You know, just because he's so good. Yeah. So yeah, he's one that got away, and maybe that could be a way you go if you um, if you've don't have him, you could get him. You know, I know you've got him already, but if I'm looking to move on to Nick Meaney or something and I want something solid, he could be the guy I go to. I know he doesn't have the ceiling of a Nick Meaney, but he's solid as you get you through that 13 period and a little bit beyond. Won't lose you no cash, if you know what I mean. He'll still chug along all the time at that Jags and Pies. That's what I'm hoping for, because I bought him Tafare as well. Now, Tafare's not been named again this week, um, but we did sort of expect that. Yeah, yeah, well, if you want to get rid of Nick Meany, Matt Tomoko is another one. Tim Chugging along, chugging along. He's breaking almost 10 tackles a game. Yeah, he was an He's absolute weapon the other day. I'll give you that. He, Yeah, he has been starting to look really good. Very good. Um, Very Jesse Ramian-like. Like, the way he, well, Jesse But gets the attacking stats. Yeah. Well, Jesse don't, just doesn't score tries. That's Jesse's problem. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. He doesn't get the attacking stats, but Matt T- Tomoko is. No, I like him too, man. Like, can't, I don't know what happens when they're fully fit either. Like, do they bring Savage? Joe Croker's out, bro. Is he gone? Sure. Well, no, but if they're fully fit, he's the first center to lose his job. Matt Smoko's not going anywhere. Jared Croker, sorry, bud. Back to reserve grade, buddy. What do you you re- almost got the 300, but... No, nah, well, what do you reckon? They give him the three games, let him get to his 300, and then he sort of bows out. Fuck no. Their nah. season's on the line, man. They're... Yeah, they've got they can't actually, afford to be giving Jared Croker a milestone at the expense of their season. But he's done so much for the club. And to Has be honest, <laughs> their season isn't really on the line. The difference between like 13th and 3rd is one to two games. Yeah, and if they play Jared Croker for the next three games and they lose all three, then there's but a the, huge gap with less games to play. Haven't they won every game since Croker's been back? Yeah. So, therefore, it couldn't he actually be the defining factor that's helping to unify that no. team? No, well, he very well could be. I mean, you guys have hung shit on him, but to be honest, like, I'm not, I'm he's doing all right. We've hung shit on him. You've always hung shit on him. 
No. I've hung a little bit. For five years, you have. Um, no, first year. He's never been. He's never been super coach relevant, but he was that first year. He's always been a solid first grader up until the last couple of years. Yeah, he d- he does do he does do his job. So yeah. like Brad no, Parker style. He's no like X, his goals. He's no X factor, but he's yeah. definitely yeah, solid. Well, he's no Joey Manu or shit like that. But solid defensive centre, yeah. which is hard to come by. <clears throat> defensive centres are just as good as attacking centres, man. Well, you need him. Josh you Morris. Yeah, well, he's one of his origins, mm-hmm. J- Jamos. With his defence. All right, so Against you got any... GI. You got any other traps there on the horizon? We've talked um, Billy Smith, we've talked Edwards. Did we mention Burbo? No, we haven't mentioned Burbo, but while we're talking Burbos and the Billy Smiths of the world, we'll go to ins and outs so far on Supercoach. Surely the last three years have shown everyone don't touch Burbo. Oh, everyone's... Surely listen, everyone's listen. learnt off the last three years... He's expendable. Most he only gets to spot when there's shitloads of injuries. Otherwise, he's yeah, maybe on the bench. Yeah, Most but he's also a kid. In. Like he's 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 been a kid for the last four years too. He's starting to thicken out. He's getting a bit bigger. He did look a bit solid the other night. Doesn't make him any better. <laughs> it just makes like him just bit... because you get bigger doesn't mean you get better. Well, it does. Gives well, it does. Gives it. him a bit more confidence. Hopefully, to but if you don't have it, you don't have good. it, bro. Doesn't matter how big you get. Doesn't matter how many hours you spend in the gym. Yeah. Well, the most brought in so far, according to the apps, Billy Smith, Burbo, Tarpany, which are, he's the only one so far that's worth a shout. Um, Lukey. Now, I do like Helam Lukey. Um, I looked at him like, three weeks ago and I spewed on and he on. Well, he, remember, before Nanai, he was the one everyone was talking about. Yeah. This big kid who was just a freak. Uh, I started the year with him that year, over Nanai, because there was the talk that both of them and Lukey yeah. had the bigger raps, then he got injured. He's Sean yeah. Lane, but a bit more solid and he's huge. I think a bit more skillful. He's huge. I, I am honestly thinking about. Could be Preston's time to go out of my side. I think um, Luke, you should get a Queensland jersey. No, he shouldn't. I think you you find he's nowhere near one yet. No, he's not. No, he's um, kidding. And then Ponga, he's the other one <clears> most <throat> highly brought in. Now, only two of them play the 13 by, so I'm assuming people are way better set than we are for it, does he? <laughs> and the most traded out that are in my team so far is Joey Manu, which I've I wouldn't trade Joey out. Would Dave reviews? Should I'm be not. should be back fourteen. Like that's that's the male coming out of Rooster Camp. I've just moved him up into five eight, so I don't have to play him. And when he's back, I've got well, that's the that other extra thing. Got, spine factor. Got the jewel. Ready to go. Got the jewel today, yeah. so you can move him around. Like I see, if he was still in my centre wing and only at centre wing, I might think about trading him. But because I can now what if switch you have, him up and sit him there. Where Katoa's been sitting pretty much all season, not doing anything anyway. What if you got a bags and a a walker butt already? Would well, you, you hold him, bags and would a you hold him at centre wing for two nah, weeks, I'd, or I'd, would you move him? I'd probably sell him at centre wing. Yep. I don't have a bags. I've got a Cody Walker and a Katoa. So I'm ready to flick Katoa and move Joe Manu up there and upgrade my centre wing. And then second most traded out of my side, which I think is madness as well. Chansey. Yeah, lots of people jumping off Chansey this week um, <clears throat> with them on the buy. Chansey and Ford, both, they're, they're two and three, which I find a bit insane. Like, I know Ford got a head knock, but he should be fresh next week, and they both play the buy, you know, and they play 14, so. Well, Zach Hoskins is another one who's heavily traded out this week. 
you suffered a head knock last week, passed his HIA, but didn't return. Yeah. And, yeah, he's only a couple hundred behind Joey Manu, traded out. In your one, yeah? Or in everyone's. Yeah. In all trades, he's the second highest traded out. Really? Yeah. Mm. See, I'd never owned him. He was one of them ones that got away from yeah, me. Oh, I think you're silly for trading him now. Yeah, well, especially... He, he copped a head knock early last week and didn't return. And Martin's you good chance. You know what he's doing. Martin's a good chance of going to Origin. Oh, he's very a, good chance. I don't think he's a walk-up start. Scott Sorensen's been another one who's fucking gone under the radar Kiwi, guy. Bro. Kiwi. Can, can I say, he's a bit kick-out-ish, you know? Like, he's just a big, hard-running dude, like. Yeah, for sure. Um, he yeah, but he's a big dude. Like he's um yeah, he's stocky. He just runs that fucking awesome yeah, he's, line, you know. Yeah, he's that Habib style, short and nuggety, like a wombat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. I I've rated him. I can't afford to get him now. I've missed a boat on him, especially after yeah, hundred and seventy yeah. um last week. But and we Martin back to now. And he's not, the other thing is, if he played 13, I might potentially, like, upgrade someone to him. But, yeah, if he's not playing 13, he's no good to me. I'll have to miss a boat on him. Um, Are you getting on Hopgood? No, I should have done it last week. I've done Guffo instead. That work? Not last week. Worked, nah. worked <laughs> the week before when Can it I... happened. When Whoever went down, someone went down, so I was... I'm going to know who to bring in. I thought, well, Guffo could get away from me a lot quicker than Hotgood could. Can I throw a crazy one out there? Because I'm trying to figure out now a front row forward to get in. Um, and if you guys are all saying, don't get on Edwards, don't get on Edwards. What about Marty Tapao over the origin period? Broncos pack's going to be heavily depleted. He's got to be oh, elevated to starting or at least increased minutes. Well, someone who I've noticed is starting to get a couple more <laughs> starts coming into origin was Flegler. He yeah. started off the bench. Be the one, I think Flegler's going to get Atlanta. origin. What are you talking about? I don't, nah. think, I don't think with locks of Fafita coming good and shit, he's not playing origin this year, Flegler. Bro, Flegler's a beast. I think our bench forward, I think it, you nah. almost have to take who, him. Who, who's your origin side, Con? Who's your forwards? Who's your bench? Who's Flagler get there for you? I don't think he does. He's played um, before. I think it's Collins and Tino, or Collins and uh, Welch and Welch, Tino. Welch and Tino start. Start, and then... Oh, yeah, maybe Tino, 13. Be no, Welch. Carrigan's 13. Yeah, Carrigan's yeah. 13. You know, Carrigan's you got 13. Cotter. That's right. In the mix, you got... Dave Feeder, um, definitely Dave Feeder starting, but there's no middle thing. Um, Lindsay Collins? Nah. Vince Collins, he's one, obviously, in the mix, but Papa, big Papa. Do you reckon um, he goes around ooh. again? If he's, yeah. if he's playing first grade. He play- I, know, I know Billy Slater will give him the opportunity. He'd be up to Papa when he's finished. We, we don't do what you guys do. We don't decide when Origin careers are over. Yeah, I know. We let our superstars decide when they've had enough and, and, and we let them sail off in the sunset victoriously. Here's one thing I will say about, <laughs> about here's one thing I will say about Josh Papali every year, like he's one of them guys that comes out of camp a fucking different dude and he's an easy guy you can finish the year with from seventeen yeah. onward, you know, just because he comes back a different beast. Well you got yeah, so you got Nanai, you got Fafida, you got Nanai's he- hurt. Yeah, Nanai's not getting in. Lukey. Yeah. Is he a Queenslander? Or is he Kiwi? Kate Well. Kate Wells. Yeah, Kate Wells is yeah. starting back row for sure. I don't nah. know if he starts. 
I don't know if he starts. What, you play him off the bench? Yeah, David Vita starts. I don't think. And Capewell on the other side. Who else would you have on the other side? Last year it was Nanai and he's not playing. And that's only because Davey was playing shit. I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Um, I'm giving you stuff thought. Oh, I got a quick one then, just for you. No, I'm missing shit loads. What Origin players do you have in your side now, and which ones would you move on? Like oh, over the period, Turbo, Haas, and Cam Murray. Cam Murray, yeah, the only three I have at the moment. Yeah, got Val home if there any. Nah, I'm not. I'm not moving any of them on. Really? Nah. See, I don't know. I think I'm moving. Well, you on. only need thirteen players. Yeah, I know. I don't have it. But I'm thinking about moving on. So why game. do you need to move on origin players? Why can't you move on other people that aren't playing the buy around? Um, just because I want to probably get on that peasant at Melbourne over this period. Do you know what I mean? Just to mm-hmm. make a couple hundred thousand dollars. But he, didn't he play his last game as a dud? No, he played it off the bench. Yeah, that's what I mean. He scored fuck all. Did he? I, think I so. still think he chugs through so, that I mean, period. It brought his break even way back down to earth. He shows potential. He made his fucking money. He didn't. He got one price rise and cut. No. He got, no. No, he got one price rise and then played that game off the bench, didn't he? No, no. He got one price rise and then cut, I'm pretty sure. But, look, there's got to be there's got to be a value buy out there. I know SJ's probably the one to talk about because A-Ray's gone down. But the like, Storm going to achieve heaps with... No wizard and no monster. I think they go okay. They only, that's all they're missing. Bring back Paps. Paps nowhere near ready. I don't think either. But I've yeah, heard, see, I've I've heard got people a... say he won't be back this year. Pussy. For me, I got Teddy. I got Val. <laughs> I got Munster. I got Nico and Nave. I got David Feeder, hmm. Haas, Grant. All playing Origin. Sorry, I got Nico and Nave too. Yeah. So like. There's that's a lot of people just to have there, and I think Munster, judging by what their their makeup is, they miss all three of these majors. I think they miss thirteen and nineteen. They might play sixteen, but I'm pretty sure they miss two of the big ones. And it's not just them that miss out. There's them and the Roosters and Penrith. I think in amongst all that. Yeah, there's some big. I think thirteen and nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, like big <coughs> big names out of it. In amongst all of that, which for me, if I can find the right pods, I can get myself back in it. <laughs> you know. All right. Speaking of podding on, Turbo and Teddy, I currently still have both of them. There's a chance. There's a lot of talk going around that Turbo's not going to get picked for Origin. What are your thoughts? You reckon he gets picked given his fitness? Apparently, he ran at eighty percent for the first time this year at training the other day. So he's definitely not operating at a hundred percent, and the club knows it. What do you reckon? Do you reckon he uh, he gets passed on for Origin One? No. You think they still play him? I mean, he's clearly a liability. If to, if if he if Freddie asks him and he says he's right, he'll play. Yeah, but do you think? I think Turbo would say he's not right. He knows. Who asks him if he's right enough to play? And if he says he's right enough to play, he plays. If he's not, then Campbell Graham hopefully gets the nod because he's earned it. In which case, know? Turbo could play round thirteen. Nah, well, I don't think if you're not playing Origin, you're not playing club, bro. Like, sorry, because I'm sorry to say it. Origin's way more important than club to some of these dudes. Like, 
you're better off winning Origin when you play for a certain club. <laughs> KP. Yeah. I'm sure he celebrates yeah. Origin. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> like, different when you're in Grand Finals Mate, and I stuff support Newcastle time. and Queensland, and I'm Mark Origin on the calendar. I don't even worry about Newcastle <laughs> fucking games. And I'm sure it's the Bring same. Bring on Origin. <laughs> I'm sure it's the same for them. Like, Origin's the fucking pinnacle sport, bro. Like, if you play, you play it on a busted leg, you wouldn't give a fuck. You put your head out and play with a busted leg, man. Yeah, but not if you're going to be a liability to your team. Queenslanders yeah. don't let teammates down. I think That's it, New South Wales. They get him, they get him, um, they get him the right doctors and then come down to game day. You know, Campbell Graham at 18 or whatever. But he's definitely getting in the squad and he's definitely going to be in and around the mix. If he doesn't play game one, he's definitely there for game two. You reckon? I think. All right, so in that case, Teddy Turbo. Uh, Teddy got a 29 last week. They got absolutely demoralised by Penrith. You can only hope they're going to bounce back. But I've been Billy waiting. Smith scored an 81. Yeah, it's it. I've been waiting for Teddy to bounce back for a while now. Um, bloke in a bar the other day with um, Guru and... Playbook and stuff we're talking about. Um, too many stars in the Roosters side. So with Joey Manu out uh, and Hutchinson coming into the halves, is that a benefit to Teddy? Because when we saw Teddy at his at some of his best was when Hutchinson and Walker were in the halves together. Uh, so is Hutchinson coming in and not trying to be a superstar and just playing his role going to get Teddy more good ball, or is it time to just piss off Teddy and Turbo now? We talked about it earlier. Could be the cheese more than anything. It's Teddy's biggest problem. He's not rooster, you know. He's he's not a rooster. He's not rooster material. Not yet, anyway. They'll have to mould him a little bit. Mate, if the storm can't mould someone, the roosters aren't going to fucking do it. But then he's the cheese is the cheese, man. He is what you get. They brought a dud. It was well, not a dud, but they brought something that doesn't suit their system and not their style of play that they want to do. And he yeah. only played 55 minutes last well, week. Turpin played the first 25. They, oh, they, they realised the cheese is for them. He won't stay there throughout his whole contract. No, yeah. As no. soon as a dummy half that fits their bill comes along, <laughs> see you later, Brendan. I can see 100%. Can... There's no doubt in anyone's mind if you know the Roosters, he's gone as soon as a viable dummy half. They're regretting so much getting rid of Sam Barrels. Yeah, regretting it to the bone, mate. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, Sam, Verrills, Sam Verrills was good and gave <laughs> good service, but he went through a wretched injury run while he was but at But that's the what the Roosters needed, Hooker. They needed Sam Verrills because they don't need a cheese. Yeah. They've got Sam Walker. They've got Luke Keery to call the shots. They've got Teddy floating around. they got Joey Martin floating around. They don't need cheese just doing what the fuck cheese wants to do. Yeah, they got Suwali. <laughs> they got they got so many superstars in that team. That's what I mean. Is it a case of too many cooks? Nah. Nah, it's just not working from the start. It's just like the yeah, it's just the one distributor of the ingredients. You gotta be on killing the, the whole flow of the kitchen. You gotta be on the same page from the start and it's it's breaking down from hooker man. Like that's you gotta think for they've had filling hookers for fucking three years and shit and they they've had Victor Radley in there, they've had he's all sorts of way still, better middle forward still doing than he's a, a hooker. Then what cheese brings for them, you know? Well, they've had filling blokes. Filling blokes. Yeah, ever since jobs. Jake Friend went down. That's Barrels it. has been the only Decent constant yeah. actual proper hooker who is an actual proper hooker. Cheese is 
10 metres out, yeah, run the ball, bro. Sometimes he might score a try. More often than not, he doesn't. But everyone just remembers those tries that he does score from dummy half. But he takes fucking 30 runs to score two of those tries. It's not like he scores every time he runs the ball. And he serves his shit. He smarts out of dummy half. He's nowhere near Harry Grant or Damien Cook or an Appy Coruscant or something like that. Like, He's a the Roosters brought a spud of a middle forward who they thought could make hooker. Would they be better off swapping him and Radley? No, because Radley's not a hooker's bumhole either. Yeah, yeah but Rad- he gets the ball to where it's that doesn't matter. Be. Sometimes he serves still isn't great either. Yeah, like yeah, I know. They rolled the dice on something that they thought was shiny, and it turned out to be. A bit of coal. Well, everything looks shiny down there, but... No, I understand. It's like a treasure chest. <laughs> but even, even then, like, Cheese, Cheese was only fulfilling a role. Most of the time he was on the field, he was playing middle forward. Yeah. Harry doing, Grant was playing hooker. Doing Josh And King. then he'd come on after Harry Grant brought a roll on, got the forwards on the front foot, he'd run into dummy half, pick up the ball, bang, score a try. Everyone's like, oh, Cheese did it. No, Harry set all that up through fucking working their middles over, getting them into this position, and then Cheese just struck. But yeah. Harry, you, well, Harry's shown it this year. He don't need no cheese. You know Harry's the mean? best, bro. Um, he just chugs along brilliantly. Harry's the best dummy half by a mile. Um, what else you got on your list over there? Oh, I still don't have an answer to my Teddy Turbo question. Do I move both of them on? Do I hold both of them till oh, next yeah, week? Oh, I think you should have moved Teddy, Teddy on after week three if you hadn't already moved one after week two. Teddy, Teddy. Well, I'm getting rid of him. Oh, I'm holding Turbo personally. I've had him too long, but I think about I know I've watched him and he fucking kill me. But I'm hoping he can just throwing up all this Garrick, who's also in my team, to get some points. I'm hoping he doesn't play Origin, because oh, I wouldn't have... pick him in Origin, personally, but... Garrick, you have a week. New South Wales will. Got 88 in just base and shit. Oh. Runs and fucking tackle breaks. Like, he's getting better and better as week he's goes back on. back wing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I jumped you. I'm going to send his bum hole in. Look. I swapped Warbrick for him. I thought it was a great move. I saw Welch for Edwards. Who's their coach? Oh, Steve's. That's right. Yeah, yeah so you expect yeah. him to have a center. That's he, a fair call then. He passed, <laughs> he's passed out at a Macca's somewhere, Steve's. <laughs> <laughs> probably near you. <laughs> Go, Steve's. Um, I got. So have we answered that question for you? Get rid of Teddy Bone. All right, you reckon get rid of Teddy this week? Don't hold him against the Dragons? Yeah, get rid of Teddy, bud. All right, sweet. I'm thinking about it anyway. See, I'm, I'm actually thinking of going the other way and getting rid of Turbo. Mm. That'd be the pod player, I'd say. Mm. All right, I'll have to have Because like everyone's it. saying he looks lame, you know. It's not not just you. Turbo? Yeah. He's looked lame almost all year. Yeah, yeah, but he was so cheap that he hasn't cost me much. No, at the start of the year... Grant, sorry, he looked okay, but eight to ten weeks, he's looked shit. Yeah, but that's it. He hasn't, like I said, he hasn't lost me any cash yet, so I'm still arming But he's not scoring the it. points that you want for out of the fullback either. But then again, the other last week or two weeks ago, he pulled 80 out of his ass. But Latrell's smashing it. Yeah, but I can't afford him, bro. I know nothing I can do can get me Latrell, and then Latrell's gone for origin for the next few weeks. So I, I can't. That's not a viable option for me. I'd be moving Garrick or Meany down 
and then probably bringing in but Billy Smith me. for a cash grab. Well, I'm thinking about it, but and then I'm also thinking like, yeah, do I? Because I really need to fix up my front row. The trades I've got at the moment is Harrison Edwards and Jermaine Hopgood in for Lindsay Collins and um, what's that? and Cam Pereira. Yeah, see, I've got to move Cam Pereira. If he don't play this week, I've got to get rid of him. He's um, just a fucking liability, bro. Yeah, that's it. My team's starting to fall apart in front of my eyes, really. It's starting to scare me. 500k, like, he's done his job. Like, two weeks ago, I said, oh, I'll just sit him there no matter what. He cost me 200 grand, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, but, but if he's definitely not going to play for three weeks, then... Fuck it, I'm getting rid of him. If I want him back, I can get him back with whatever money I make over this period with me cheapies, you know? Yeah. That's the plan anyway. Like, I didn't want to get rid of him. Like, I'll say that now. If he was playing this week, I wouldn't get rid of him. But is that at a price where he's not going to explode out of the ceiling where you can never get nah, him again? that's it. You, he's easy done with his yeah. job. And you can cash him out and probably even pick him up for maybe 150k cheaper after Origin. Especially if you want to hang on to a Joey Manu. Yeah. Who's potentially back in two weeks. Well, I'd definitely three. be selling him for Manu. Yeah. That's, that's my view. Manu's going to get the fullback spot over Origin. That's, 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 yeah. So that's what I'm holding him for. It's what I've always been <laughs> holding him for. No offense to Teddy, but Joey just does a better ball, ball running role. I think, like, he runs the ball back a bit better. No. There you go. Put Teddy at hooker. Hey. What? The, <laughs> the times Joey's played. Pull back and whatnot. Yeah, always Usually the roosters are on front foot. They're mm. dominating the game. Teddy's fucking played that Joey Manu role numerous times when the roosters are on the back foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Teddy's still the best fullback in the game. Oh, he is. He's in NRL wise, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Tell you what is. So there's no reason why the roosters are going to move him. To a hooker, per se. For <laughs> <laughs> Joey Martin to play fullback. He's still the best fullback in the NRL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like, Joey looks a bit like gazellish, you know. He brings a ball yeah. back. He breaks a nice tackle like he's... Literal does too. Yeah. Ponga does too. Tell you what. A lot, of, see, a lot of fullbacks do. See David Fafita fucking stride out on the weekend. Did you see it like a gazelle, man? Isn't he a scary bark. fucking human being? He smoked like he fucking Miller. I'm so scared for Origin with him starting and him in the form he's in. I'm so scared for Lucky Origin, Lucky Miller and his little fucking legs just running at each. <laughs> 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 they just couldn't get there, bro. They were chugging 100 mile a minute. And <laughs> Big Davey just striding out. <laughs> like, he looked like he wasn't even busting a sweat. <laughs> oh, it's hectic, man. Alrighty, let's move on. We've got Braddo's video, so let's say day to Braddo. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Good evening to all the uh, super coaches out there. Good evening to the team in at the space shuttle there at 360 headquarters. Hope everyone's well. Hope we've all seen a lot of green arrows. How are we going, Juzzy? You getting there, mate? You getting a few starting to climb again after your, your little holiday? Ah, my team. Well, we're slowly starting to get there. I had a few green arrows this week, sort of increased uh, slowly uh, up the leaderboard. So it's when a very slow climb, but not really that unhappy. Now, this week I put up an article about um, how this week is not a good week to trade, and I still, I'm going to stand by that one. Um, if you can save trades, it's really imperative you do, because tough times are coming up ahead. 
um, and a lot of people are getting down around 20 trades. I've seen people after this week, um, you know, wow, it's going to be a struggle coming home with uh, you burnt all your boosts and only got 20 trades uh, left. Uh, it's going to be hard work. Um, however, team, that was all written before Teamless Tuesday. Now, Teamless Tuesday's come out, and there's been a couple of things that have uh, probably changed my thought process there, as well as uh, some recent news to hand. So, all we need to talk about first, Good evening, everybody. Good evening to all the uh, super coaches out there. Good evening to the team in at the space shuttle there at 360 headquarters. Hope everyone's well. Hope we've all seen a lot of green arrows. How are we going, Juzzy? You getting there, mate? You getting a few starting to climb again after your, your little holiday? Ah, my team, well, we're slowly starting to get there. I had a few green arrows this week, sort of increased. Uh, slowly uh, up the leaderboard, so it's been a very slow climb, but not really that unhappy. Now, this week I put up an article about um, how this week is not a good week to trade, and I still, I'm going to stand by that one. Um, if you can save trades, it's really imperative you do, because tough times are coming up ahead, um, and a lot of people are getting down around 20 trades. I've seen people after this week... Um, you know, wow, it's going to be a struggle coming home with uh, you burnt all your boosts and only got 20 trades uh, left. Uh, it's going to be hard work. Um, however, team, that was all written before Teamless Tuesday, and now Teamless Tuesday's come out, and there's been a couple of things that have uh, probably changed my thought process there, as well as uh, some recent news to hand. So, all we need to talk about first... Uh, is we just want to talk about uh, this fellow here, Ben Trevojevic. Now, Benny, Benny boy, he's uh, been selected to start. Um, he's only priced at around about 230, uh, which is around about 60 or 1,000 cheaper than another very popular cheapie, and that's Harrison Edwards. Now, this is proving to be a bit of a conundrum amongst some super coaches. There's been a lot of talk around the, the super coach world about what to do here and which one is possibly the better one um, and who is more secure. I personally think they're both a bit trappish. You know, most definitely there's security issues on both of them. Um, it only takes one bad uh, game and a bunch of other forwards coming back to uh, oust their position. Uh, however, Ben Trevojevic has been sailing along at well over 1 ppm. He's through the roof. He's about 1.4 ppm or something like that for the year. Um, however, the, the big thing is his minutes have sucked. You know, he's virtually got no minutes. If he can keep up that ppm over around about 40 minutes or 50 minutes, he's going to smash you a, a, a high score. I don't think he could keep up that ppm for that long because don't forget his minutes have been short and they're short stints. But very interesting um, to see. His body is certainly bigger and fitter this year than what he has been last year. Um, and I think he probably could handle uh, a good stack of minutes. Uh, so not only one to watch, but possibly one to jump on if you've got um, uh, someone languishing there in the second row that is shit, or you've got uh, a downgrade option. You need to generate some cash so you can get in the Tapines, the Tahu Harris's, the Frizzell's etc, etc, that you want to get in for round 13. Um, Harrison Edwards as well is a, is a very popular and 
a good option. He doesn't play round 13. Benjavojevic starts. Benjavojevic is out 14. Harrison Edwards is in 14. So, you know, that sort of an argument sort of nearly cancels itself out, uh, the availability. However, if you're looking at playing any one of these two players, if you're relying on them to make your team go for either of those two rounds, then, um, yeah, you could be in a little bit of trouble. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't be thinking that you were thinking that, that these two, are, either of these two, have got to make up your numbers. Um Although if Harrison Edwards keeps getting scores like he has, you never know, you probably should play him. But we'll see how he goes. The other one, the other bit of news that's quite interesting, revolving around Campiera up there at the Titans. Now, the the word is out that he is going to be rested this week. Uh, he needs a rest. He's tired. He's, he's, he's done too much work scoring tries. And as we know, all wingers, you know, need a good rest every now and again. And Aaron Shoup, who has been playing okay in, in uh, Q Cup, well, Aaron Shoup is going to come in and take his place for one week while Campriera has a rest. Um, interesting, this. Very interesting. Uh, my thoughts are, personally, that this makes him a sell. He wasn't a sell uh, with his nice low break even. Um, still running around and plenty of cash yet to be made. However, now this makes him a sell, I think. So uh, I think really it's we should, uh, you know, be getting having a close look at him and trying to think about whether it is uh, indeed a sell. I've got a phone going off somewhere, so excuse that. All right, guys, that's just really about it. So that's me two questions. Is Campriera a sell this week, given the news that um, he... Uh, possibly is going to be rested. You, you, what you can do is, you know, you can rest, you know, you can bring in Billy Smith. Billy Smith will make about 160 grand in two weeks. So, you know, the cash that's sitting there on the sideline, you could easily turn into a nice cash positive amount there for yourself. Um, or is he still a hold, you know? Three weeks till he plays again. Too much for me. But some people might choose to hold him, you know. He, there's a lot to be said for that. And the other question, of course, is Ben Trevojevic or Harrison Edwards or neither of them. Um, you know, a bit of a conundrum there, so, but certainly could get some people out of a, a bit of a pickle. All right, until next week, stay safe. Happy super coaching. Don't party too hard there in the shed. And uh, catch you all later. Bye now. Awesome. Thanks, Brad. Hey, legend. Okay, boys, so the two questions. Campiera, can you afford to hold? No, nah, I think we sort of tapped on that a bit. Like, I, I feel for me, just because I want to hold Joey Manu. Do, do we have 100% confirmation that he's not playing? Yeah, Fox Sports have already announced that he's been rested. Which is weird because, like, as we were just talking, him, like, he takes three runs a game and he only scores tries. Apart from that, he doesn't even go near the action. Well, Why does he need to be rested? And it's indigenous. Hasn't he had a few games off as well this year already? No, uh, he's no. played every game. But it's Indigenous round too, and he's he's a young bloke from Lismore. He's got um, Indigenous like heritage, so I don't understand the resting for me. Um, there's got to be a bit more to it. Yeah, I think defensively that he can't handle that Okar on the wing. So he wouldn't. Put... He'd be up against Karaz anyway. Karaz ran all over him. Well, there you go. Right, and just that's, I think defensively he just he can't do it. I don't think I think he's the only one that's got the speed to catch Avrilo, but too like Avrilo's shown. 
the last fucking four or five weeks. He got speed to burn, man. So he's, who he's who are they replacing on the wing with? Jojo, jo- jo- no, Jojo Fafita. Chop's gone to centre. Oh, he's a defensive weapon. Yeah, and I roll shop, my eyes in sarcasm there, peoples. Shop, shop's the one that's Fuck come me. in for him. I'm pretty sure. Shop's yeah. good defensively. Um, yeah, no, he's good defensively. But JJ Feeder is. I wouldn't. Dogs. Is I wouldn't his, drop Camperera for JJ Feeder just for defensive reasons. No, he's too fast, man. He's too fast. Like he's shown. And JJ Feeder doesn't make the best defensive <coughs> reason all the time either. Well, like it's not if, a, you, if you actually watch our games too, you'll find Karaz. Fucking in tackling second rows and shit a lot, <laughs> and that's an open passage for yeah. for a bloke like Carm Pereira, man. Like we have this jamming up and in defence that leaves massive gaping holes. Like we've Their done good it. halves can take advantage of any half, like shit up. Good half, like, no. Let's let's be honest. Good half. As soon as you see that, as soon as you see your winger coming to jam your your second row, mate, you got space. Like, well, if the winger's coming to jam your second row, it means the centre's in close. They're probably coming to you. Yeah, well, so automatically you're throwing long cut out. It's yeah, it's just and Kieran Foran gives him space. I don't understand. It's crazy for me. What was the other question again? Sorry, uh, Burbo. Would you go yeah, Burbo? I wouldn't touch it. It's fucking burnt me every year since its name's been in teams list. Brought him once, burnt me. He's on the never again list. All right, like we've talked about this a couple of times this year already. The never again list is pretty fickle. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, Jermaine Asako like and SJ. Supporter. Yeah. No, Jermaine Asako <laughs> and SJ were on my never again list, and they were two of the best buys of the season so far. Yeah, there's been a few that have burnt me like a lot. And then Lucky they were on a lot of other people's never again list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, for me, Burbo would be his neighing nightmare come footy time again. Like, yeah. And it, I'd only really look at Burbo if... Fucking Olakawatu miraculously made the bench for New South Wales too. Like, I know they're missing, what's his name? Kelmar Tuvalungi. They're missing a couple of others. Jake, he's back this week. Is he back, is he? Yeah. Oh, there you go. That was the other one I was thinking. He's definite big out, but. Um, when is he playing for him? Unless long? Burbo has a full preseason locked in at starting second row or whatever position and starts mm. first round that year. In that position, I ain't touching him. There's always going to be a shit brother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we learnt that at Newcastle. Kurt. We've learnt that Hi, at Newcastle. Kurt. We learnt that at the dogs. We had the Hughes brothers and shit. Yeah. Like, there's always a shit brother. You know, look at the Burgess brothers. Lukey was a fucking dud. You know? Who? It's always one. <laughs> so, He's like the third Hemsworth that you never hear of. I didn't even know there was a third. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, there's always a shit brother, and I just feel he's the shit brother. Yeah. You know? So, I wouldn't touch him, man. Just that's me personally. If there's, you, if you needed the money for the downgrade, which I nope. don't think is that cheap anyway. Go Billy Smith. Yeah, I'd find a way to get Billy Smith or someone. Or even anyone but him. Edwards. Yeah, even though he's a gambler as well, I'd probably go Edwards over Burbo. Yeah. You know, that's just for me. But well, he's proven himself. He could push himself into a Doesn't play semi- third, I think. But he can push himself into a semi decent role going forward. Yeah, yeah. Burbo's only there because of injury. The Burbo... Once everyone comes back, he's maybe at his man. Yeah, the Burbo thing's proven time and time again. He's shit. Three years in a row, I think. At least. I can't touch it. Now, <clears throat> watch him score under this week. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers for them, Brad. They always do 
um, good questions. And if you're looking for anything, Brad does lots of write-ups. And he's uh, on on the bench podcast, so keep an eye out for Brad and what he does. Uh, now, Perso threw something at me at the in the group chat a bit earlier. Now, there's a stat he threw at me today, and there are 59 players holding a 60 average, minus those with under six games. 28 of these are playing in round 13. You have to do your own research on who they are, but it wouldn't be hard. That's enough. You know yeah. what I mean? There's enough good players. In and around this to get you there. Well, I feel I've got 12 semi decent players. Yep. Well, probably maybe nine good players. Yep. You know, you just need to fill maybe four more. Yep. I'm happy to carry two yeah. players through that for a 20, 30s. Well, they want, you know what? Look, this is what our other thing that's going to roll into this question. I was specifically looking for you on this one. Sir Gregory. Right. <laughs> um, Uh-oh. Can you go in with less than 13 in round 13 as long as you nail your VC captain? Like, if you nail someone who's turning up, which will take you up to, say, 12 players, um, could you could you go in with 11 or 12, like, at the least? No. Or do you feel 13s, you must have 13 you have to, to be you, competitive? Yeah. Everyone's going to, most people who are serious going to have 13. Well, I think there's like enough to have 13, pods, I think it's not. Some, I think there's some decent pods out there to be able to hang your hat on, man. But why can't you have those pods in your 13? Like, you've got only 13 players out of a 25-man squad. it's, you know what, you haven't looked into the following week yet when you're losing. you got three Manly and Newcastle <laughs> and, sorry, what, who? The oh, Dragons? Right. I don't know if it's the Dragons to be. So what, saying. you got Marzu maybe from Newcastle? Maybe yeah. Lockie Miller if you still hung on to him? You wouldn't own KP. And then from Manly you would have and the Eels. What, Garrick? The Eels. And Eels, Eels some people aren't Manly, even hang on. Manly, Manly, Eels and the Knights. Who do you own from the Eels? Hot Good, maybe Gaffo. Madison. Oh, Lots Gaffo. of people are on dual bags. Um, there's, yeah. That's what I mean. So we're looking at maybe six, seven serious guns. Plus, if you get out of your twenty-five man squads, that leaves you eighteen players plus to make up get, thirteen. Plus, if you get in rest, nah, you need seventeen the following week. That's what we're saying. That's uh, so yeah, you need seventeen. Oh, so this is next week. Round, no, round, round 14. fourteen. Yeah, so, so you need you need to field a seventeen. You've got two trades and three teams on the buy. So if you load up with people to get you through round thirteen, you're pretty much shafted the next week. Why? Because everyone else will be able to field a seventeen. You won't. And you're going to have people backing up from Origin, like. Does, if it's a massive game origin, does Munster, Nico, Nath and all that play? Val Ames probably does. But oh, you got Nico in origin? I got him at 14. I hope I hope six, man. If fucking <coughs> Freddie don't pick him at six, I think he's on crack. But oh, Lou, I did put his hand up the other night to say I've had one good game all year. Um, pick me. But if he backs it up this week, Lou, he might get a, get a look in at six. But for me, I, I hope Nico gets six, man. I hope he doesn't. I do, for New South Wales' sake. Um, not for my Supercoach side, but for New South Wales' sake, yeah. I hope he does play. Is already. it too much chefs? Do Nico and Nate, will they shoot each other? I think, you know, what Nico proved at Melbourne, he is very versatile. He can just slip in anywhere. Um, He's there for the team. Can play centre, can play six, can play fullback. Mate, I wouldn't put him past him to play nine. I wouldn't put him past him to just... Plug a hole anywhere. 
like KP did that year, his first year. I just he, what he came out and said, what he came out and said was a fucking proud moment for me as New South. No, I don't like that. I fucking hate that jersey. I hate the fucking Mate, state. I, I've heard right, that right, since right. Paul Gallon. And um, <coughs> it was if we had seventeen blokes like that, mate, we had fucking great origin on our. I've hands, heard that since Paul Gallon. For me, I think Paul Gallon's probably got his ear a bit there, but Mate, fucking, like, yeah, like that was. It's all been oh no, we respect Queensland. No, that was oh, pre- we respect New South Wales. We like to it. Fuck off, idiots! That was a proud fucking moment. origin. That was a proud. Say they're for me. fucking shit cunts, and we hate them, and let's bash them. And I think they all need that attitude. I think he even just bring him into camp and let him fucking voice his opinion on how shit Queensland is would just be great for the team. Well, bring Chief and Gordy and Spartan, everyone in. Let's yeah, bring well, Origin back to the 90s. Oh, bro, I'd love to see punches, but oh, it's not going to happen. First scrum, cattle dog. Twelve, 12 blacks best. It's got fucking Turbo <laughs> playing. <laughs> turbo versus KP. <laughs> Two blacks who can't afford to get punched <laughs> in the head. <laughs> they can't even outrun each other because they're going to do a hemi or something. It'd be probably Teddy, Teddy and KP because neither can get a forward whack in the chin. Concussion <laughs> problems and shit. It'd be a good one-on-one match for me. <laughs> Yeah. Where are you going, Jazzy? Yeah. I don't know. All right, questions then? Should I get <laughs> yeah, some let's questions? Do it. Just quickly before this, I had a rage and good post um, <clears throat> on Facebook the other day. Uh, I only asked the question because most days I get up after a game of footy and I see so much hate for someone's player that hasn't done well and, and they seem to just hate the fucking game. And I asked the question the other day does, does Supercoach take away from your NRL experience? Like, are you enjoying your footy less or do you enjoy it more? Cause a super coach, like I got a, I got a mostly positive response out of it. Where people, I are think, like, I think it's double edged sword. Personally, I think you're more invested in every single NRL game. Yeah, but I don't think you enjoy your NRL football as much because you're so much invested in super coach, which is just sad. Because to just ruin one game. Perfectly good NRL football because one of your super coach players scored shit is a bit childish. Well, bro, some like it's, it's that's what I mean. It's it's childish, fuck. It's just like messaging someone on Instagram about ruining their multi because they didn't score a try. It's a genuine... like get the fuck over it, mate. It's a game. They're out there trying their best, doing their best for the team. They're not out there trying to score points for your fuck super coach team. Well, it's a genuine. Genuine, like, upset. It's like an addiction, <coughs> bro, like, hardcore. It's, it's sad. Hardcore addiction, and... It's sad. I see it so much, like, the hate for some people. Oh, he's, he's out there for 80 minutes, only done this, fucking rah-rah. But the following week, goes out, gets 100. Oh, the dog, I sold him, rah. It's like, well, you sold him. You know what it's all about. And it's like, fucking, hold on a minute. Like, don't you just sit back and go, I'm just going to watch some footy. Oh, I might check my score at half time. Well, if not, might check it at full time. Don't you even might sit back and go. I've gone to work today, and I've had a shit day at work. I haven't produced. Do you go and fucking crucify yourself on social media and fucking go? Oh, I'm a shit cunt. Fucking, I had a shit day. No, just because he's had a bad day at the office on the NRL field in your super coach eyes. Who gives a fuck, mate? Yeah, yeah. Pick I'm, your chin I'm, up. Life goes on, son. Move on, son. Where are you at with big fella? Um, yeah, I'm with, a bit with Con. It's a bit of a double-edged sword. Like, you look at the Panthers-Roosters game the other day. I mean, I've got to actively, especially during Panthers games, uh, try not to look at my super coach. I, I've, I make this sort of pact with myself that I don't look at my super coach. Um, couldn't help it at halftime the other day. 
in, in the Roosters-Panthers game. Saw Scotty Sorensen and Luai doing well, which is exactly what was reflected on screen. Bit spewing because I didn't know both of them, but whatever. But I saw the Roosters doing garbage, which isn't great from a super coach, but cheering from a Penrith perspective. Uh, with games that aren't my team, I find it, it doesn't really go one way or the other. I don't usually look at a game and go, ah, oh, well, I can't enjoy the game because Turbo's not yeah. lot setting the world on fire. I enjoy the game for what it is. It's a game of footy. Yeah, if it's a good game, it's a good game, eh? Like- and you know what? I wouldn't be watching eight games a week or six games a week if it wasn't for Supercoach. Sometimes I flick it on because, oh, well, I've got to, I'm invested in this game. I've got a couple of players in this game. I'll see how they go. Uh, and I and I watch what they're doing. Don't get me wrong; very rarely going to watch like a Dragons Tigers game or something like that for any other fucking reason. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I don't find it detracts from mine, but I can understand people that you know maybe have problem with, with the punting and take this shit a bit too seriously. But at the same time, like yeah, get over yourselves, get a life. You know, Supercoach is not the be, be all and end all. all. It's meant to be fun. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, we're meant to have fun with it. It's not meant to consume your life like hectically. Um, you're just meant to sort of have fun with friends and if you jag the 50 grand like Moody did, good on you. Nah. You, know, like- you know what? I'd hazard a guess that most of the people that are on there bitching about Supercoach and stuff probably aren't members of their club. You know what I mean? Oh. They're probably not invested in the NRL Look, at the end of the as- day, I think, look, we've all had a rant at one time and over on someone done this. You oh, know someone's beat I mean? you but in the ass for sure, but... Sometimes it's just that, that you can tell the genuine But you hate. have that rant like, and... Guys. You have that little bit of a 30-second rant, and you're over it. Yeah. You move on. Oh. Yes. All right, we have some questions. Um, I'm going to start at the top one because it's a good one. Alex Brems, not a question, but it seems to me like it's a Space Jam thing of Turbo. He's up in space somewhere playing footy with little alien things till he gets his talent back. And you know what? Sort of. Yeah. He's exactly seen Space Jam. Like Charles Barkley was pretty shit. Um, he was when they took his powers of basketball. But, yeah, I don't know. Turbo does look a bit off, but you said he's only been running 80% in here. No, Not today like. was the first time he ran, or a couple of days ago, I think Monday, was the first time he ran at 80% all year. You could see he's been lame. Yeah, he yeah. hasn't sprinted at all this year. Not, it, not like full gazelle sprinting. He had a couple of early games and he rooted himself up. That's what I mean. Yeah. He was never, ever in full flight at all this season. Yeah. And he still cracked out an 80-odd average early. I think we touched on this early, but Kevin Mulhern, what's Burbo's job security like? We think it's pretty poo. Vowsy. What's going on, Vowsy? Vowsy, still out there drifting away. Legends, g'day. What what do I do with A-Ray? I don't have Hines, but if Origin Looming was going to wait. Get Hines. Pongavile Jewels. With his recent form, but feels like chasing last week's points. I'd be tempted to hold A-Ray through the origin period personally, but I'm also coming 20,000, so don't fucking listen to me. Um, I don't know what A-Ray's time frame is on his injury, to be honest. Yeah, well, I'm, from what I understand, it wasn't too severe. He managed to get his feeling back and stuff, but... Yeah, I'm not entirely sure. I know they're resting him this week, but I don't know if that's because of the HIA protocol. Yeah, I don't know. He's he will be that good pod, true thing. But like Con said, you got to get to Nico. Mind you, what's Brisbane like without Haas and Carrigan? Oh, they go okay. They go okay. 
I think and they, if Legla also make Queensland. Yeah, no Capewell. Like they, they lose a lot, they really do. There's even talks about Reese Walsh maybe making his way into camp. Yep. Yeah, KP fit, he's not in camp. He might go to camp, he won't yeah. play, he yeah. just won't play Origin, that's all. He might end up if he's named eighteenth man and he nope. goes. Well, yeah, he still goes if he's 18. He so. won't be 18. Yeah, if you're 18, if you go to the game. He won't know. be 18, man. I'm just saying. saying. Um, so, what do you do with Ray Ray? You sell I'm selling. Who to? Fine. What about you? Nico? What about, would you, in a, if you have the trades, Vowsy, that is, would you go to SJ till 14 then to Nico? Nope. No. Get Nico in, save him that extra trade. Yep. Yeah, Nico does what Nico does, man. Yeah. He's averaged the best out of everyone this year. Yeah, and get him into your, Get him into your team and hold him. Yeah. yeah He's not fucking locked to see on him. Yeah. Well, I might burn you with his 40-odd the other week, but pretty much every other week he's gone 100 plus. Yeah. yeah. So just lock him. Well, I went lock back to back. In. I went back to back. I balls that went back yeah, to lock back. Lock him in. Um, I took his 40 in and we stride because I've took the rest. Yeah. With, with all the goodness. Yeah, you know? that's it. Um, You've that's, made 400 other points up. Yeah. So who cares? And especially that first week, yeah. like you, Grant, you captain him, I didn't captain yeah. him, but we still took we his points. 178 or whatever. Yeah. Like yeah. Happily took his points yeah. and, you know, that easily equates to if, that if I had less to see on him from that day out, I'd probably be 10,000 points ahead of what I am now. You'd be yeah, better off yeah. for it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Martin Walker. Was planning not to trade this week, but Manu injury has changed things. What do we think about trading Manu to B Smith and Moali to Edwards? As Dogs fan, I've been impressed with Harrison, Harrison Edwards, and feel he should keep getting good minutes. If Our you, lack of good big men at the moment. If you have Katoa, I'd trade him out, move Manu up and bring in Billy Smith. Yep. And then the other trade... Yeah, I'm happy to oblige with that. Yeah, but he probably doesn't Ma- have the cash Ma- for the other doing trade. Fucking nothing. No, well, Moali dead was pretty much yeah, yeah, straight flat liner. The thing is, Moali's not looking like he's not going playing. Up, whereas he hasn't been playing. Yeah, whereas Edwards could easily chug along if yeah. he's the man that we think he could be. But you never, never know. Uh, no, like Edwards, I got him last week, but like I said, it's a big risk now. I took his 97k. Luckily. Because it could have been through six k this week. Could have been a thirty k. You know, yeah. you never know. It was a gamble, um, but I'm, I got lucky. But yeah, he could easy chug out another sixty, seventy odd in the next two, two, three weeks, and yeah, you'll be cheering. Um, Watto, Watto, Tiggy. Did you, did you agree with the Billy Smith train? Yeah, yeah, good shit. Um, Watto. <laughs> How how are we doing, Legends? A few for me this week. I got Critter. I'm trading out. Do I go premium centre wing for him or bring Peachy up to centre wing and get a second row forward? Like Hopgood or yep. Hopgod or my, yeah, front, do that. my front row is diabolical still with Welch and Uto as my starters. Could mm, flick Kepi down the second row and get a Jade Jack to Bellin or tar- to Tarpany or wait a week for Tohu. Also, Moale or Lorero for Edwards, or do we think Edwards is a trap? He's trappish. He's trappish. There's a lot to go through here, Watto. So, for I me, go, I go Moale for Edwards because that uh, at least then you've got someone that's playing. Um, 
What was the other one? And I actually don't mind the idea of, yeah, using your jewels to bring people down to get Tarpany because you're going to lose Welch to Origin. Udo's not doing great, and you need you need someone in your front row. Tarpany's uh, starting to get form now. What's Tarpany done recently? Nah, Chugs on 60, he's, right? Yeah, he's doing 60 odds. For me, I'm, I'm even contemplating bringing in Tohu on the buy. Um, but you'd wait a week. I'm just saying if... <clears throat> If you had nothing else to but fix, I can't see can why start. everyone's breaking down the door to get Tarpany in. I've had him all year, and he's yet to impress. He's been chugging along, okay? He's okay. just not doing what Haas is doing. That's, That's what I mean. I would be fucking racing out of the stores to get him. I like Tohu, but... I'd, I'd, I'd go Tohu I'd, over Tarpany. I'd wait the at least. At this stage of year if I didn't own any either, and I own Tarpany. But Jack so, DeBellin's a good shout, too. 100%. Yeah. I'd yeah. probably go Jackie. Jack DeBellin's a good <clears throat> shout. Won't play Origin, I don't think. No, um, fuck away. And, yeah, I'd wait the week. If you can still have money to get Tohu next week, that really strengthens your front row up yeah. from Uto and Welch hard. So, um, Grant Turner, almost halfway through the season, a majority of Supercoach teams all at the same. For most of us sitting outside the top 1,000, what are you fellas' individual picks what are your players' individual picks for the two, three players that no one has we could gamble the house on? Ultimate pods, less than 5% own. Left field answers, highly welcome. Not trying to win the 50, just want to leapfrog everyone else and get as high as possible. Um, it's, a, it's a tough one. You'd, just, have, you'd have to do some research on that. You can't see answer that question on top of your head. Oh, I'm just going to flick this at you. But we don't even know who the... Under five percent owns or are no, no, we don't. Maybe matchups we'll, they got or any. Maybe we'll get back to you on that one, Grant. By the time next week, after the weekend's done, we'll Chris. get. I'll do. I'll get some answers for you, and I'll get some people that you know to hopefully answer that. But um, for me, look, you're going to have to look at the players that don't play these major buy rounds that are sort of just sp- splintered through there, like. Lockie Fitzgibbon, I think, could be half decent shout. Got a twenty last week. Oh, I take that back. <laughs> and this is why we were not giving answers until we do some research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll get. We're gonna have to get back to you on that one. If you can give me a day, I'll find out something. Something for you. Um, Matty Drew, radio lads, been climbing higher and higher. Time for some pods. Who is your top three pods over the next five weeks, regardless of price? Uh, I think Jack DeBellin will be one for me, anyway. Um, also, Horsburgh's still a bit of a pod, I think. He's been chugging along okay. He got Simbin last week. I know he got Simbin. And well, you have to look at the draw. Well, oh, there's Canberra plays heaps 13. Heaps of big buy rounds in the next five weeks. Yeah. So that's another one where... Pre-warning would be love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have a flick through the no, questions. You're right, buddy, but I had a bit of a day it's, today. It's quite but... hard to answer these questions off my head when you're not talking yeah. in your microphone, Con. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll get back to you on that one, Maddie. But I like Jack DeBellin. I don't mind him at all. Like, he's sort of sitting in there and. Yeah. And then it's over for them, but. They got no more buys after that. <laughs> um, Bradley Baxter, what do we do with Manu? Also, not sure what to do with 
Origin coming up. Do we sell one of Cleary or Hines? And also Haas is he's a chance of getting reduced minutes. Frees up a lot of money to make improvements elsewhere. Never sell Haas. He's going to reduce minutes. He's still going to produce pretty much the same score. Yeah, he does his job. And uh, I, I wouldn't be wasting trading selling Nico or Cleary. I'd just take the hit. Yeah, because the issue is if you use that money to strengthen other places, how are you going to get them back exactly. when they come back as freaks from well, the I, end of origin? I think the only way you can plausibly do it is if you you go down to a cheapie and not touch that money. Like, I know... But then you're so sitting that the money on the going point. down to the cheapie? For just for points, for, predominantly to get points for buy-rounds and then hope that... You who's, hope that who's your cheapie halfback that you're bringing in? Uh, I'd be probably Trindle if it, if Nico gets named, because um, I don't think he's done anything. He's not cheap, but is he? I think he's, he's like he's four, got, four, five hundred k, isn't he? No, he's got, yeah, but he's still he's got a negative break even. He's three hundred k, bro. He made one price rise as well. Yeah, and he's still got um, a negative break even. So if Nico does go to Origin, so that want to be looking at the Sharks have the buy in thirteen, seventeen. So it doesn't matter. Trindle doesn't play round thirteen. Thirteen, seventeen. So the Trindle's out. Yeah. Yeah, only half. Only there's no halfback worth talking about except for maybe Jerome Hughes, SJ, not oh yeah, SJ as well, and your boy, uh, Luke Brooks. Hey, six five is coming. It's still coming. <laughs> Brooksy, uh, he's out there doing his thing. But yeah, so the boys, the boys, you'll find are very hectic throughout the period. You know, it's one to keep an eye on. Anyway. Um, that's the end of questions. All right. I think that's just about it then. You got anything else? Um, I'm done. Yeah, sweet as. Thanks for listening. Hold on. If you want to win a ring, hit Con up on the WhatsApp. <laughs> Can't find me. Thanks for listening. Stay coachy, coaches. See you next week. See you, peeps.